Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As usual, hour two begins on the guest line. He is the host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. He is Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Mr. Costos' analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Nick gets to speak to Bill every Friday. He speaks to my boys on WFAN every week as well. He never speaks to me. I've known the dude for forever, so I'm very happy things align today to hang out with Nick. What's going on, man? How are you? Dude, we, we, we text like at least like a couple times a month. Well, I feel like wait, we talk a lot, just not on the air. Well, right, but I usually am sitting there listening to either Bill or Brandon Tierney gush over you, <laughs> asking me for your phone number. What's he like in person? So I'm glad we actually have this formal on-air conversation. I, I just I just love the fact that, like, at age 40, it's like, so who is it that, like, has the conversations asking for, like, Nick's number? Is it, like, attractive women? It's like, no. You're, like, sports male sports talk radio yeah. host. Thankfully, I'm married. But, like, I mean, God almighty, like, the state of things in my life where this is what it is. Yeah, but well, good to be on with you, buddy. At one point, it was maybe the girl at Alumni Hall or Muggsy's at a bar outside of Fordham. But now it is either Brandon Tierney or Bill Ryder. So we've gone, we've it. come a long way. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, tell me if anything changes about your betting outlook on the Jets now that Tim Boyle is their quarterback. Yo, it's a it's a really great question, and I have like a really fascinating answer that I think will surprise people, right? So, you know, for everyone out there listening, and, and bogus for you, right, think about how all of us, like, correctly – view Zach Wilson. And it's not like him as a human being. I actually kind of kind of like feel bad for the kid. Like he's obviously done in New York. Who knows what his career is going to be moving forward as an NFL quarterback. But like think about how we all view him. Like very negatively, right? Like we all no one thinks he's good. We all think he stinks. We all think he's the worst. So the Dolphins open a seven and a half point favorite on Black Friday against the Jets. Uh Robert Sala comes out and says, Tim Boyle's going to start, Trevor Simeon's the backup, Zach Wilson's going to be the third quarterback. Miami immediately gets bet out to 10. <laughs> so that's not like me and my, and look, I'll give you my opinion in a second. This is the betting market, and it doesn't mean that it has to be right, right? I always offer that caveat just because like bettors that have influence, that bet a lot of money, that move point spreads, just because they think something doesn't mean it has to be right and play out this way. Bettors think that Tim Boyle's worse than Zach Wilson. And again, think about how we view Zach Wilson. Betters think that Tim Boyle is worse. Now, I, I watch every NFL game because I'm a, I'm a hashtag sicko. I do this for my job, right? 
Tim Boyle started three games a couple years ago in 2021, year one of Dan Campbell in Detroit. He's terrible. <laughs> and look, like I, it doesn't mean that like, the Jets can't win and he can't play well on Friday. Like He's bad. He played college at UConn, completed less than 50% of his passes. He's another one of Aaron Rodgers' buddies from Green Bay. How have all of those turned out so far this season? Like I think he's brutal. Uh, I guess like... I guess starting him over Simeon makes like a little bit of sense just because Simeon can't move behind this offensive line. I'd rather see Simeon out there. He's at least shown that he can be a competent NFL quarterback. Boyle hasn't shown that. Um, I, I don't know how you make a bet on the Jets in this game. And, you know, but you, you, you and I, Drew, are both from this area. And it's not like the same as Zach Wilson starting on Friday. But if Tim Boyle's going to like throw an interception on the first drive or like the Jets offense goes three and out the first three drives of the game, like we know what's happening. Like that crowd's turning on this team, turning on the head coach immediately. Uh, I think the Jets could be walking into a buzzsaw on Friday. I would never bet the Jets in this game. What bets do you like in this game? On, on, uh, on, on Black Friday? Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess I... Probably Miami. I mean, now that the number's 10, like, it's Dolphins or nothing. I just have to decide, kind of, like, if I want to bet Miami or not. Um, And, like, my co-host on You Better You Bet, Ken Barkley and I, Drew, talked about this earlier in the week, um, where, like, we don't often advocate, like, big, like, favorite money line parlays just because, you know, it's, it's not, like, a really efficient way to bet. But, I mean... Look at the four favorites in the games on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Like, I don't think the Dolphins are ever losing. They could. I just it's very unlikely. I think the Niners are, like, the one where if you want to say, like, which one is like has the best chance of losing, it would be San Francisco, but I think they're going to win. Maybe you take San Fran out. No way Dallas loses to Washington. No way Detroit loses to Green Bay without Aaron Jones. So maybe that's how you play it. Like, Miami in a money line parlay with, like, two teams on Thanksgiving that you think are definitely going to win. The prop bet that I would look at here... Um, the Jets' secondary obviously is really good and gets a ton of respect, and they are good, right? Um, Tyree Kill's receiving yards number this week starts with a 7. I think he's been bet up to 77 and a half now. And, like, I, I get it. Like, Sauce is good and DJ Reed's good. Also, like, I, I don't think he can ever be lined in the 70s, ever. So I, I'll have a bet on Tyree Kill over. I'm willing to be wrong. Uh, that is a bet that I'm willing to be wrong on, and I'll tip the cap to the Jets if, if I'm wrong about it. I'll bet the Tyree Kill receiving yards over. And anything along those lines with Thursday's games? Any prop bets that makes sense to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got a... I already I, I did all my work like literally like an hour ago for the prop bets for uh, coming up for tomorrow. So I can give you like a couple thoughts on each game if you'd like. Absolutely. Okay. So first off, uh, your two team teaser if you want to place one on Thanksgiving tomorrow, a two team six point teaser um, is San Francisco down to minus one. It looks like this is going to go to seven and a half. By the way, I have my screen up right now. San Francisco right now is a juiced seven on the road in Seattle. So San Francisco down to one, one and a half. San Francisco to win the game and Detroit down to one and a half. I feel like I, I don't know how that bet loses. Of course it can. I just feel like when I place it, I feel like I'm going to win um, <laughs> in the sandwich game. Dallas or nothing. Dallas plays bully ball against bad teams. And while the Commanders have not been a bad team the way like the Giants or like the Panthers have been a bad team this year, like they're kind of coming apart at the seams. Ron Rivera like talking after the game on Sunday, the loss to the Giants, like dead coach walking. I worry that this is like a circling the drain game for for, uh, for the Commanders. I think Dallas might absolutely annihilate them. And this point spread's going up now. Looks like it might hit 13. I like the Cowboys. As for props, I'll give you one in each game. Let's start with the Lions and Packers coming up tomorrow in the first game. 
Uh, let's look at Jamison Williams, over 21 and a half receiving yards. He was one of Detroit's first-round picks a couple years ago. It's Speedster out of Alabama. Um, suspended the first four games of this year due to uh, due to betting. So hopefully he's not listening to this segment. But uh, he's really <laughs> well, starting to come on. He can on. listen, just not in the facility, right? Just that not in the, the facility. Yeah, yeah you can do, it, do it at home, and that's okay with these <laughs> NFL like ridiculous rules. But in any event, um, he is, I, I think, maybe even as soon as tomorrow, going to overtake Josh Reynolds as the team's number two receiver. Had two catches last week, including a long touchdown. I just think that as the season goes on, like they need him. Like this is a team that's trying to win the Super Bowl this year. They need him. Jamison Williams over 21 and a half receiving yards. Quickly on Green Bay, we're waiting on like Aaron Jones is not going to play in the game, but like we're waiting for that uh, to officially be announced. Also, Dontrevian Wicks is probably not going to play for Green Bay. This creates opportunities in the anytime touchdown market. Luke Musgrave also unlikely to play. I would take a look at Tucker Craft, who's going to be Green Bay's starting tight end tomorrow. Look at Tucker Craft anytime touchdown and Green Bay's passing down back tomorrow. A.J. Dillon will be the first and second down, like, like grinder or whatever. Patrick Taylor will be the Packers passing down back. I would look at him at a big number anytime touchdown. Cowboys and the Commanders, this is as easy as C.D. Lamb's receiving yards prop starts with an eight. That's wrong. Uh, it lost last week. I don't care. Uh, lost against Carolina. We'll bet over C.D. Lamb. The Commanders' secondary is absolutely brutal, uh, as evidenced by Tommy DeVito's three-touchdown day this past <laughs> Sunday. And then the Niners and the Seahawks. I mean, we, we see it every single year, every single week. Receivers open in the middle of the field against the Seattle defense who have good coverage on the uh, on the boundaries. I think it really lines up for George Kittle. Uh, I think he's 48-and-a-half right now. I think Kittle could easily get into the 60s in the game coming up tomorrow night. Nick, you mentioned Ron Rivera a second ago. That made me think of Brandon Staley. Is there any money to be made on coaches losing their job? Yeah, I look, if you're betting that market, um, it's it's Frank Reich or nobody for me. Um, Frank Reich is a desperate coach right now. That was proven out, uh, Drew, uh, last week when he took the play-calling duties back from offensive coordinator Thomas Brown. So, like, he gave, he gave up the play-calling duties for two games. They lost both games, and he took it back. And he can say whatever he wants. To me, that's uh, – I know that the coach has an itchy trigger uh, – the, uh, the owner, excuse me, David Tepper, has an itchy trigger finger, and I know he's not happy with how this has gone, with everything they traded for Bryce Young, who looks like a disaster. Reich was hired like to get Bryce Young going here in his rookie year. Hasn't done it. Uh, and I think Frank Reich knows that his ass is up against it here. So for me, it's Frank Reich or nothing. Um, something just to consider about the Chargers. Like, I think Staley's dead coach walking, like, for sure. I don't think he comes back for another year. The Chargers and the Spanos family, who owns them, notoriously cheap. Mm-hmm. And they fire Staley now. Like, they, they got to they pay him. I just don't think that's a move that the Chargers... Should they do it? Yes. They should let Kellen Moore coach the rest of the year, see what they have in him. But uh, I think because they are very cheap. I think they will hold on to Staley through the season. Along these same lines, I heard you discussing this on your show. Where's the MVP betting conversation right now? Yeah, it's it's um it's got the potential to get a little wacky. Um, I'm just bringing it up here on my screen just so I can give you the right the updated numbers. So Jalen Hurts is the favorite. He obviously should be. He's plus two fifty. Lamar Jackson's plus four hundred. Mahomes plus four fifty. Tua, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. So I'll quickly just run through like. Patrick Mahomes almost can't win. Um, he's not going to have the stats. They're going to have a gaudy one-loss record. Their schedule coming down the stretch is pretty easy. Still likely, in my opinion, Drew, to be the one seed in the AFC. He's not going to have the numbers, though, and he won last year. I almost think he can't win. I think Mahomes is out. Like The Dolphins have already lost three games. They're probably going to lose at least one more over the course of the season. They failed in all their test games this year. I, I almost think Tua can't win. The way the Dolphins will get rewarded as a team for a great season is Tyree Kill will win Offensive Player of the Year. He might have over 2,000 receiving yards. Josh 
Josh Allen. The Bills already have five losses. Their schedule's brutal. They could run the table and he could win. Again, very unlikely. They're underdogs this week against Philadelphia. I think Josh Allen can't win. I think Stroud can't win. The Texans won't win enough games. Trevor Lawrence can't win because the Jaguars won't win enough games, and also he doesn't have the stats. So that leaves us with Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott. Um, here's the problem with anyone not named Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are two games better than every other team. I think they're extremely likely to win like 14 or 15 games. If they win 14 or 15 games, Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP. Now, the Eagles do have to go on the road to both Dallas and San Francisco still this season. So I guess it's possible that they could lose like to Dallas or San Fran and Purdy and Dak Prescott could both play really well in those games. But again, Philly has a two game lead on both those teams. So what happens if like Philly loses to Dallas and Dak goes for 400 yards, but Philly still finishes ahead of Dallas in the standings Mm -hmm. and gets home field advantage and wins the division. Like Jalen Hurts is just going to win. So I think this really, and I guess like you could make a case for Lamar potentially. I just, I really think this is lining up to be Jalen Hurts award to lose. Like there is a case to be made for some other other guys, but like play out the scenarios here. I think it's very unlikely. Eagles very likely to have the best regular season record. Hertz is their quarterback. The tush push is the, is the defining play of the season. I think he's very likely to win. Last thing, Sunday's schedule is not great. There's a bunch of kind of blah games after Eagles Bills. Does that mean it's a weird day to bet, or is there stuff out there that you like for Sunday? Oh man, there's always stuff that, that yeah, man, of course. But harder like, than usual to find something? Uh no, I don't I don't think so. And like I'll like, as we get later in the season, um, we kind of like know who teams are and there's like less surprises, right? So so it's very unlikely that we'll look back in like three weeks and say like the point spread in the Falcon Saints game is dramatically wrong. It's pick them, right? But we can look back to week one and look at some point spreads and say, wow, like these were wrong by five points because we don't, we don't have information. We got information now. Like we, we know who these teams are. I think it presents some pretty good betting opportunities, right? So I can give you a couple on Sunday. Let's start with that Falcon Saints game. Uh, I love the Falcons in the game. Um, I said this last week on my show, and, or, or two weeks ago, because the Falcons were on their bye last week, and it turned out to be right. Um, I was told that Arthur Smith kind of got, like, dressed down a little bit by the powers that be in Atlanta for, like, both how he dealt with the media and his player usage, and then, like, they lost to Arizona in that game, but, like, he finally did the right thing and gave B. John Robinson the ball a billion times. Um, I think Derek Carr is going to start. That's bad for the Saints, because he's terrible. Let's be honest. He's brutal. Uh, I like the Falcons in the game. I think they'll beat the Saints. I like the Steelers, minus one on the road in Cincinnati. I know it's kind of like the same thing as we saw last week. On the road, division opponent, backup quarterback. The difference is uh, Cleveland might have the best defense we've seen in the last 15 years in the NFL. The Bengals are not that, despite the fact that they're coordinated by a fellow Paisan from Staten Island. And the Steelers' offense can't be worse after firing Matt Canada, only better. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Drew, how about our Giants on Mm. Sunday against the Patriots, where... Just, like, forget about the teams that are playing. Both teams are bad, the Patriots and Giants, and one team's going to be favored by three and a half on the road. Great. People can bet on Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi or Will Greer or whomever. I'll take it to Tommy DeVito, baby, and the Giants plus the points on Sunday. Uh, and Nick's not kidding. Our Giants, uh, they're the first of their recent Super Bowls. Nick watched the NFC Championship. No, the Super Bowl. On, the Super Bowl. My, on my couch in yes. my apartment. And then we went to Manhattan and embarrassed Ron Darling in a bar in Manhattan after the Giants won that game. Well, did we, I think like, so, so Drew's right. So we watched in Drew's old apartment in Astoria. 
February third, two thousand eight, for those keeping score. <laughs> so Giants, Giants win the Super Bowl. It's one of like the great. It might be like the greatest moment of my entire life, which says a lot about me. We drive into the city. We went into. A, I want to say it was a bar in like Midtown on like Forty Second Street. Yeah. And Ron Darling was in the bar, and I think like I don't think we embarrassed. Him. I think we were just chanting like Darling, Darling. We were all so happy, Giants fans. And he was absolutely disgusted and like yes. left the bar as soon as we started chanting at him. Right. The, the long story is he had been. We were all serious employees at that point. There's a bunch of us watching the game. I think you had like a pl- old school plastic Giants helmet with you at that point. Yeah, yeah, probably. So, and Ron had just been at Sirius. So, like, we pretended like we knew him and he was like front of minds. So we just started chanting Ron Darling and he was trying to have like dinner yeah, in a yeah, place that was getting overrun by Giant fans. And as we started chanting within four minutes, he was just like, check please. And out Four he minutes. Way, way less than four minutes. Also, also, hey, hey, Ron Darling, maybe having dinner in Manhattan, like a quiet dinner in Manhattan after the Giants win the Super Bowl isn't a great idea. It I blame not. him, not us. Absolutely. Uh, Nick, you're the best. At a very serious note, so happy for uh, all of your success. You deserve yeah, it. Yeah, you're crushing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's for yeah, real, man. It. It's for real. Uh, <laughs> have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, man. My favorite memory, by the way, of watching Super Bowl 42 at Bogus's apartment was at halftime of the game, going outside with Sean Butler, like a, a fellow Fordham guy of ours who still works at Sirius, runs the NBA channel, and I literally laid on the ground on the sidewalk, staring <laughs> up into the sky, smoking <laughs> cigarettes with Sean, being like, we're going to lose. Like, we outplayed them the entire first half and we were down 10-7 at the point that like, we are going to lose the Super Bowl. How is this possible? We're yeah. down 7-3 to three at that point, right? Down 7-3 at, yeah. uh, at halftime. Uh, that's my favorite memory from that game. Drew, great to be on with you, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Kate, and the little ones. Wishing everyone and, the, and all the great listeners minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 